This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Hey, we have a, a special guest in the building right now making his podcasting debut, Micah Carswell. Micah, what's going on, man? <laughs> wow. What else? Tell me more. Wow. And then what happened? Oh, wow. Okay. And then anything else after that? Yeah. Very good. So talkative, man. <laughs> All right. See you, Mike. I think. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that last clip. I'm now on another night walk with Luca and uh, it's not our first walk here, but I think it is Luca and I's first walk at night. At night. Anyone know that uh, SpongeBob reference there? At night. <laughs> if you know, you know. Anyways, this is the first time me and little Lukey have done a walk like this in beautiful Tampa, Florida. Yes, we made it. I don't think we did a, uh, I didn't really do an episode to commemorate the, the Tampa reload now that I think about it. But uh, anyways, I'm sure I'll do that at some point. The idea that I got while we were on our flights was kind of just a self-reflection on my life from age zero until now. I don't know. I'm just like, that'd be, that'd be cool if I like really took a moment to think through all the years that I've uh, spent on this young journey. I'd say it definitely still got a lot ahead of me. And then I was like, all right, well, how, how do I want to break this down? So for me, what seems to make the most sense is to start off this first self-reflection from, you know, age one or whatever up until I'll say middle school. So like this, this episode is going to be focused on my life from from those years. And I hope you guys enjoy. I was thinking about it. I'm like, is this kind of selfish? I mean, maybe, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I like, I want to actually have my thoughts on my life documented somewhere. So I might as well just do it here and, and hopefully you guys enjoy what I got for you about uh, the journey of Adam. So, well, ages one through about five or six is normally pretty hard to remember anything, you know, that powerful. Obviously there were some, some pretty big moments in there, but I think the one thing when I think about, you know, we'll say age one up until when do you start middle school? I think you start middle school at like 11 or 12. I said one, to, I think I said one to 13, right? So we'll just do one to 13, one to 13. What comes to mind for me most is really how my parents raised me. You know, they, they brought me up in the church, the Christian church to be specific. And that was really my reality for that phase in life. And what I mean by that was, you know, going to church on Sundays. I do think that, you know, in this day and age, and, and maybe it's every day and age, the church does kind of get a bad name, a bad reputation, probably because of Hollywood and whatnot. And probably because there are like, you know, real life stories of people from the church doing bad or evil or stupid things. But I mean, I got to keep it real. I do think that Kirtland Christian Fellowship, where I, where I grew up going, is uh, it's not like a super traditional church. You didn't have to jump through all these hoops to, you know, be beautiful and 
in uh, in God's eyes, like that type of thing. I think it's is pretty cool, modern, contemporary, down to earth church. Where you know, growing up, my dad led worship and he played the congos, and you know, he was just you know, always someone that I still to this day look up to. And um, you know, him and my mom, I would say, really uh, indoctrinating me into. Jesus culture was, you know, that was, that really was my reality. And I think in the long run of life and still up until now, it's served me pretty well. If you listen to any episodes of the show recently, you'll know that I really like, actually like Cam and I were talking about in, in one of the, was it, it might've been the last episode or again, a recent episode of dream chasers. Both of us agree. We, we actually don't believe in God. We know God. Right. Like, I don't, I feel like I don't hear enough people say that. And maybe it's because it's true, but we've kind of eliminated the, the word belief from our vocabulary. I should say I have because I would agree. Like, I don't, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in it. Well, I, I guess I could say I believe in some things, but I would say I don't believe in God. Like, I know God. And I can say that I've gotten to know God not only through the ways of Christianity, but through many other avenues that life has to offer. And I don't need to go into too much detail because that's taken me away from what I was trying to say here. But like that, that, whether I like it or not, the faith of Christianity is like the cornerstone of my youth. That's like how we were raised. So that's what comes, that's like really the most vivid thing that comes to mind for me are like mem- memories from church, went to public school. I guess that was, those are good memories too. You know, uh, kindergarten through fifth grade, went to Painesville City Schools. My mom was very hands-on and made sure that all of her kids were (laughs) above average. She had us counting, adding, reading, like doing all the stuff that you should be doing by a certain age. We were always doing that stuff like a year or two before whatever is like expected to be normal. And so we were in the, the AGT, which I believe stood for the academically gifted and talented program. I mean, I know we had to like, she had us prepare and, you know, get tested. You have to get tested to qualify for it. And thankfully uh, we all, (laughs) we all did. And you know, that the AGT was, uh, was lit as the kids now say, and with the kids now I say lit, lit too, but you know, met some really good lifelong friends through the AGT, Chaz Irish, Kenan Irish, that's who I do the uh, the NFT streams that I, I do on Monday nights with now. Was never actually in class with them, but that was, you know, how we basically got connected because Chaz became really good friends with my brother, Paul. So yeah, the AGT, certainly uh, a memorable cornerstone of my childhood. You know, as I start talking about childhood too, and I guess that's actually the, the age frame we're working with here. One through 12 or one through 13 is childhood. I mean, I guess we're always all ch- children at heart, right? <laughs> but um, as I start talking about these different layers that come to mind for me, then I think of other stories and things in the back of my head that could have me do this episode for like <laughs> an hour. So we're not going to do that. I'm tr- going to do my best to keep it succinct. But there we go. Okay, so growing up in the church, one, uh, the AGT, Painesville City Schools, two, the YMCA was a huge part of us growing up in 1997. We were actually the Lake County YMCA family of the year. I'll never forget that. I mean, I was six. Paul was 
three. Leah was, I don't know, <laughs> whatever, between six and three. So I don't really remember a whole lot of it, but I remember our family won, you know, we won some award for the YMCA. It was pretty cool. And it's probably because we, we lived at the Y as members. Say so the YMCA was great. You know, uh, this might be breaking into the territory of, you know, going beyond childhood. I might've been like 14 on this one, but I remember there was a summer where Paul and I, again, we did basically live at the Y. I think we would, it felt like we would go there. I don't know, uh, four days, five days a week, maybe, maybe six, you know, we would just, we would go over there. We had a few friends that we would always see. We would go to the gym, play basketball, go to the pool, swim around. They, you know, we had the pool table and all, you know, all the things that kids need, <laughs> needed to have fun. The, um, they call it the adventure center. That was a good time. The HLC. I don't know if we went to the HLC, but that was basically the area where it had like the weights and stuff. I don't think we were quite into the weightlifting. We definitely weren't actually not think about it, but that was, I mean, that was good. We would, we literally would go to the Y every day and it's, we lived across the street from it too. The super, super young days we didn't, but when I was about, well, I guess when I was about this age, when I was like 11 or 12, we moved a two minute walk to the Y and we got doity on them <laughs> every day. Church, AGT, Painesville City Schools, the Y. We'll save middle school and, and high school for the next episode, but those are the main takeaways. I'm trying to think what else stands out. We did some decent travel in those younger days. I know we went to Disney World when I was little. We we drove across the country at one point. I remember my dad had a business conference or meeting in Colorado. And so we did like a two-week family vacation mixed with business for my dad. We, I think, so we drove, I don't think I remember. We, we me, um, Leah, Paul, my mom, and another family of three we took a van and we drove across the country. I don't know what happened to the other family because I don't think we drove back with them. Uh, maybe we, I don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, I say that like it's like a random family too. It was a good family friend of ours. But we drove across the country and met up in Denver with my dad and he had his business thing. And then I think we all drove back as a family. But that was, that was cool, you know, going across America. You don't even really understand it. And uh, for me, I was probably like eight or nine, but I do remember driving across the Mississippi River. And I remember we stopped in Lincoln, Nebraska one night and we, the movie Chicken Run had just came out and we went to the movies and saw the movie Chicken Run when it came out. So that'll tell you actually what year uh, we would have done that trip if you want to look it up. But that was big. That was cool. Going to Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio. That rings loudly in my head, playing video games. Oh, man, so many video games. You know, I think about how I, I always hear stories about how parents are kind of afraid to give their kids screen exposure. <laughs> Same goes for us. We had like certain times that we could play and you know, time limits per day. But I mean, especially Nintendo games growing up, such a cornerstone of childhood. I would hope that I am relatively lenient with with Micah and video games if he wants to go that direction because I don't really game a whole lot now like I don't, really not a whole lot at all but I mean it's definitely a part of having fun as a kid and we went outside and played outside and that is another thing that we did but you know we we definitely did 
play sports with neighborhood kids and stuff like that too. Like we had a field where we would go and play wiffle ball called Tropicoco Field. We would play uh, capture the flag there. And, you know, this is definitely pre-cell phone days. I don't know what it would be like now. But um, Paul and I, we, you know, buddy system, walk down the street like a half mile or a mile and go hang out with all of our friends that lived in the neighborhood. You know, stuff that you, I feel like stuff that you see in the movies as far as kids hanging out. I hope that, actually, I saw kids doing that here in our neighborhood here today, like a group of youngsters playing something. I don't know what, but yeah, I guess that's still a thing. Those are, it's good stuff to, to not make it just about video games. But man, I remember when Super Smash Brothers Melee came out, 2001. Woo! That was everything. We actually borrowed it from our neighbor who got, our neighbor got Super Smash Brothers Melee for Christmas. At four days, like after Christmas, he brought it over. He left it at our house. He let us borrow it. And I remember we ended up owning Super Smash Brothers Melee, his Christmas present, longer than he did. Like we, we he took it to us like four days after Christmas and then we held on to it for like two weeks until we finally gave it back. And I don't think we were like trying to keep it from him either. He probably just had too many toys to play with, but <laughs> I'll never forget that. Nintendo all the way, man, such a cornerstone and I'm uh, walking past some people right now. So, well, I just found out Luca has two neighbors her size. So <laughs> that'll be fun. She's bouncing around all happy now. You got some new, new little doggy neighbors, huh, Luki? I've actually heard those dogs barking when I think about it, but definitely can't complain because it's not like Luca's perfect. <laughs> um, all right, so this has been a lot of fun, but I think this pretty much will sum up childhood playing basketball. <laughs> it's about to sum it up. Oh, here's the next thing, basketball. <laughs> um, but basketball was obviously big. And Paul and I talked about this on uh, actually on an episode of Dream Chasers recently, how I think for both of us, we really liked basketball because we were good at it when we kind of inherited the the playing of the sport from our father, but it was never something we like, I don't think either of us would ever say we bled hoops. You know, we always just liked it and we're good at it. And we, because we're good at it, we liked it. So playing basketball for the YMCA league and PBA Painesville basketball association. That's where a lot of it all started too. So Painesville had some kind of like junior Olympics thing too, that Paul and I got into man. So many things, little league. Oh man. I don't know, I might have to circle back to childhood now that I think about it. But growing up in Painesville, great, great experience. Let's put it that way. So there we go. I wish I could remember everything I said here on this episode. But uh, I know, Courtney, I know you got, got me covered on the show notes. So definitely looking forward to checking out the show notes and recapping my own childhood. And that'll do it for ages 1 through 13. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode as we move on to the next chunk of life. And all you things say and do, take it to the next level. Dream Chasers, thank you. Thank you, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media, drop a five-star review, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So I just want to remind you to head over to Carswell. Dot io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So 
I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.